Welcome to the Freedom to Learn podcast, exploring freedom, autonomy and social justice in education. This recording was made at the 2020 Freedom to Learn online forum. So welcome, welcome to this session. Uh, my name is Debs McCann and I'm representing Woodcraft Folk and I have volunteered to deliver a session about how Woodcraft Folk have responded to coronavirus and the lockdown. Now, um, Woodcraft Folk, for those of you who don't know, we support 300 local youth groups across the UK and six residential centres. We engage about 3,000 volunteers who are usually involved in running weekly group activities, camps and outdoor adventures. Now, our activities are based on a core framework of values around cooperation, equality, children's rights, peace, internationalism, sustainability and social justice. We do do a lot of outdoor activities, some that you would find very similar with forest schools, but we also do a lot of political education. Um, and when we had to uh, close our groups, we have done an awful lot less uh, environmental work directly because it's more challenging to do that online. Uh, the impact of coronavirus for us is that our groups and all face-to-face -face activities stopped on the 16th of March. Suddenly, um, our residential centres closed on the 20th of March and all of our camps, including an international camp, uh, were cancelled. We were due to host 3,500 children and people from 45 countries in Kent this summer, something we do only every five years. Uh, but unfortunately, that's been postponed to 2022. We worked out that we faced a reduction in our income by 1.5 million uh, and that we were heading for a £150,000 deficit, which for a youth charity is not good news. Uh, we have been very successful in fundraising and seeking grants, uh, some from government, uh, some from individual donors, to cover that gap. Uh, and therefore, we are feeling more secure in our future. What we have seen, though, is a huge increase in the level of anxiety and isolation amongst our young members, particularly those aged 10 to 14 years old, who have found it much harder to deal with coronavirus than other age groups. Um, I have not done a scientific study, um, but many of our younger members, and Woodcraft Oak does work uh, with preschoolers up to 21 year olds, and we found that those under the age of 10 uh, haven't had the same academic pressures as the older age groups um, and have had opportunities to play. Now, some of them have experienced bereavement, some of them have experienced um, ill health, uh, but generally speaking, that they have been well supported during this and have enjoyed our programme activities. The 10 to 14 year olds have found it much, much harder. They don't necessarily all have access to their own IT equipment and have had to share with older siblings or parents or other people in their household. Uh, they don't have immediate access to social media networks because technically they're too young. Um, and they've also had a high level of academic pressure on them. And we found that this age group has suffered more than maybe the older age group who has a level of independence uh, that the 10 to 14 year olds don't have. Um, and we're doing quite a lot of work with our volunteers now to help them prepare for managing the mental health of our young people as we begin to do face-to-face -face activities again. To help, uh, we launched Dream Big at Home. 
within two days of closing our youth groups, we started online program. Woodcraft Folk had never done virtual program before. We've always done face-to-face group work activities. So this was a real new for us, a real new for our volunteers. And we delivered a series of training events in how to facilitate online sessions, how to uh, work online safely and make sure that we were meeting all digital needs safety guidelines. We have done sessions on how to choose the right platform for your activity. All of these are recorded and can be watched for free uh, on our website and I can give you the link uh, in uh, later in the session. We also started delivering live programme and weekly challenges, things to focus our members uh, to look at our aims and principles and continue to do some sort of shared experience but at a distance. And we distributed physical activity packs to children and people via local food banks to make sure that those children who maybe not have the resources in their own home could participate in the activities that were available online. Dream Big at Home was completely volunteer-led. The website, the activities, um, all the design work was done by our volunteers and we were very, very lucky and very, very grateful to our young members to do that. We've had over 5,000 individual website visitors. Uh, if you haven't visited the website, please do. It's dreambigathome.uk. Uh, it has uh, over 300 activities where you can search. Uh, you can search whether or not you want to do the activity individually, as a household, in a small group. You can also now search for activities that are socially distanced uh, that you can do as a group. So do please have a look at that. Uh, We've been delivering live programme and we've had nearly 3,000 individuals participate in those, many of them coming back for repeat activities. As I said earlier, we've distributed over 1,000 activity packs to children and people via food banks and would distribute more if we had the funding to do so. Every week we've issued three challenges that have been both topical and based on our educational values and delivered four live sessions per week. Most of the live sessions are available on demand to watch. Uh, There are some short films made by our young members about wildlife uh, in the UK. There is various storytelling activities. Some of the live sessions, you just had to be there, so we haven't recorded them and they're not available on demand. Um, The sessions like game sessions that worked great uh, for 10-year-olds who wanted something to do, but maybe not so good if you want to listen again. Hi, welcome, Laura. Uh, As I said, on our website, which you're welcome to visit, there are activity sessions, there's live programme, on-demand, weekly challenges, and there's a section about guidance for volunteer youth workers. And in that webpage, you will find... uh, good practice documents, top tips on how to use Zoom safely. You will find webinars on online safety, on group facilitation, on how to do, what activities work best online and how to do socially distanced activities. There are also links to webinars on infection control and preparing to reopen to do face-to-face activities. All of that is available to anybody who wishes to access it. As well as the uh, website, we've been delivering live programme. And this is where we've been able to demonstrate the the breadth 
of our educational values. So I've been de delivering sessions on feminism, on social action, trying to respond to what young people told us. At the beginning of lockdown, many young people told us that they were feeling helpless, that they were feeling isolated, that they had no control or influence of what was happening to them. They were at school one day and then sent home the next. They were separated from their friends and their social networks. And they were saying that they were being told they were too young to help. There was a big call for volunteers at the very beginning of lockdown in the UK. Uh, and yet when young people stepped forward, they were told that they weren't suitable to volunteer. So we worked with groups of young people online to discuss what things they felt that they could contribute, how they could support their peers and how they could support their neighbours and develop social action projects. And we've had young people who've been involved in sometimes very basic things like collecting uh, shopping for their neighbours, collecting prescriptions for their neighbours, doing a bit of gardening for their neighbours, any, anything that's helped feel, make them feel a part of their community and as if they're making a difference to others. We've also been doing programme activities about Black Lives Matter, on climate change, helping our young members identify fake news and uh, how much they should trust the social media where they're getting information. We've done sessions on mental health and how to uh, look after yourself during lockdown, as well as on renewable energy and other sustainability themes. At the very beginning of lockdown, we launched two projects on climate change and how we can support um, people to take action against the climate emergency. Those projects have continued, but they've done it all online rather than face-to-face -face as originally planned. With our reach, 11% um, of the people who engaged in Dream Big at Home have been new to Woodcraft, which we're really pleased about. Nearly 80% come back for more. Uh, the age range has been very, very broad. So our youngest participant in online activity has been six, or that we've been told about, uh, and others are in their 70s. We found that the under nines have really responded well to games and storytelling, and we have been sharing stories with an educational theme, whether or not that's around equality or inclusion, or whether or not that's around cooperation. We do weekly storytelling every Thursday afternoon. Uh, there will be some in about 10 minutes' time, uh, broadcast through Facebook. Um, we've been delivering values-based programme for the 10 to 18-year-olds and have been particularly successful at engaging 10 to 16 year olds in that. Our 16 to 18 year olds have been self-leading uh, their educational programme, which is typical for Woodcroft folk. We've been evaluating our sessions. At the end of every session, we ask people to fill in a small survey. And I'm pleased to say that 100% of them enjoyed the session. Now, this is probably one of those lovely statistical things, because if you've reached the end of the session to fill in the evaluation, you probably enjoyed it. If you didn't, you'd probably left before the evaluation was shared. Um, but it's still a nice figure. Uh, they, those who evaluated the sessions 60% said they were great and just over 40% said they were good so again very very positive responses 94% said they felt connected with others their age group we had lots of young people tell us that only through uh, dream big at home were they having the opportunity to talk to people their age 
and that they were feeling very, very isolated in their home because they were stuck in a household of adults who didn't understand lockdown from their experience and that their adults were very, very stressed and didn't necessarily have time to help share it uh, and help support the younger people in their household. During lockdown, we ran sessions with Public Health England for each age group. Uh, so we ran sessions for those uh, aged six to nine about what was coronavirus, what did lockdown mean, and to answer their questions. They were very, very heart-wrenching sessions uh, with questions asking when they could hug their granny. Uh, but it was really lovely to do something really tailored for their age group. Um, and we were very lucky to have the volunteers from Public Health England who answered the questions for our age group, including one evening running four different sessions for different ages. Um, we also asked them if our activities helped reduce loneliness and 88% of them said they did. And we thought this was a pretty low figure. So we went back to them and asked them, for those who said it didn't, why? Uh, and they very sadly told us it reminded them of the things that they were missing in their life uh, and that they were missing their groups and they were missing their friends, um, which, was, which was really quite sad. Uh, and then we asked them actually, would they prefer to do it or not? And they said that they would prefer to do it, um, but it didn't make them feel any less lonely. Um, but I shared that because I thought it was an interesting figure. What we've learnt is that actually it's a very, very busy online market for children and young people, uh, and that being consistent in our brand really helps young people find us. Uh, being really targeted on our activities and clear about what we're delivering, so sticking to our value based, values-based programme was really important. Uh, we started our online programme without consulting young people. It was a very reactive response to having to close our doors, uh, and very, very early on, we decided that we needed to make sure we were delivering what young people wanted. Uh, so we ran a youth consultation exercise uh, at the very end of March, early April, and began to deliver exactly what they wanted. And as part of the evaluation process, people have been giving us suggestions for programme ideas and telling us whether or not they want more games, more quizzes, more theme-based work more blog writing, more videos, whatever it is that they want, we have been trying to deliver. Um, and we've also been doing peer education work, which is something that Woodcraft Folk is highly committed to. As I said earlier, at the very beginning of lockdown, we launched two climate change projects. One was involving 50 engineers who had planned to attend festivals this summer, uh, sharing engineering solutions with children and people to try and reduce eco-anxiety that young people tell us they were feeling because they uh, were concerned about the future of the world and that people weren't taking action. Um, and engineers, whilst they haven't been in fields telling children about engineering solutions this summer, they've been doing it online instead. Uh, that has been, it's been really, really positive and we will continue to deliver that uh, throughout the next 12 months and hopefully get them to festivals next summer. In terms of the future of Dream Big, it started very much as a coronavirus response and we as an organisation are going to commit to doing online and virtual programme going forward. We feel it's a really valuable addition to our groups and our camps and activities. It helps us reach young people who don't live near a group. 
Uh, and we have just set up a steering group to help influence and to reflect on the lessons learned. They're having their very first meeting next week. Um, we are hoping that uh, we can continue to use Dream Big at Home to attract new members. We're also hoping that we can use the platform to retain some of our older members. Woodcraft Folk uh, has different age groups and young people obviously grow up and sometimes they grow up to the point where they no longer live near uh, an age group for them and we feel that the online program can give them a safe place where they can meet with other like-minded young people who are also interested in the values of Woodcraft Folk. We also feel that this could be a platform for partner organisations to share their resources and their campaigns with young people. And we are doing some work next week with the campaign against the arms trade, who will be running a session through Dream Big for our young members. As I said, all of the sessions are available for free and you can access them at www.dreambigathome.uk forward slash live and there you will find a calendar of events that are coming up as well as the on-demand section and you can listen again and watch again at your leisure uh, the program activities we've been delivering over the last few months. Are there any questions at all? I know at the very beginning people were asking about online sessions. I'm going to try and see if I can share live uh, the Dream Big at Home activities for you so you can actually see it for yourself. So on our activity sheet we have um, over 300 activities. Our aim is to have 500 by the beginning of next month so we're busy putting them in. You can search them you can search them by the type of activities. Uh, you can search them by the age group. So if you wanted to do something with a 10-year-old and you could choose to do them as a household and you simply press filter and it will generate a list of ideas uh, that you might wish to do at home. You can then click on it for a full description of how to do that, what you might need. And in some cases you will find downloadable PDFs or you might find suggestions about how, what you'd like to do next. We're gonna to continue to add activities to this. And I said, you can search them to find the things that you can do as an individual, things that you can do in your household, things that you can do as a small group and things that you can do both online in your own garden or as a socially distanced use group. I mentioned earlier that we had the running a group advice page uh, which is here. Now this material is aimed at Woodcraft Oak leaders but may be helpful to others. So on here you will find um, webinars um, that you can watch at your pleasure. Um, as I said, there's things about staying safe online, there's things about infection control. So if you are beginning to do face-to-face -face activities, how to meet the government guidance. Now, our guidance is both tailored for those working in, the, in England, Wales and Scotland. So you will need to listen to them because the government guidance is different across the UK. 
Uh, there are webinars about virtual program ideas uh, and webinars about what platform works best for your activities. We started uh, lockdown using a platform called GoToMeeting. Uh, then we decided that for some of our some of our activities where we were broadcasting and not looking for participation, we could broadcast via Facebook um, and therefore younger participants could be supported by their parents to engage in an activity. We felt this worked really well uh, for storytelling activities. Um, when Zoom improved their security settings, Zoom is without doubt, uh, or in our opinion, the platform leader for doing small group work. It's whiteboard facility, it's breakout room facility, it's chat functions, it's hands up, uh, really helped support participation by group members. Um, so we, we are a big fan of, of Zoom and have now stopped doing our online program through GoToMeeting. Um, on here, you will also find uh, ideas for sessions where you can see downloads and sessions for online and face-to-face -face activities. As I said earlier, all of this is available uh, for people for free. We would welcome donations. We, we are a charity, but uh, we recognise that we're all trying to do the best that we can for children and young people. Um, now, it was Amy, I think, who was asking about training. Over the next couple of weeks, we are still delivering training for our volunteers, um, and we will be advertising the dates on the live page here at Dream Big, as well as on our main web website, woodcraft.org.uk. Now, the training we have planned over the next few weeks include uh, a more in-depth advanced session on staying safe online, a session about how to facilitate participative activities for those young teenagers, so from 12 to 16. There's a session about young people and mental health and preparing them for uh, reintroduction to society, as it were. Uh, we have a session about blogs how to write a blog what a blog is and how to be effective in your blog that's actually a four-hour uh, workshop session in the end do i need to let somebody are we all okay yes i think so um when will the session on on blogs be the first session uh, is an introduction session and it's on the 21st of september and it's at uh, 6 p.m. UK time. There is a there's a, an advanced session about how to effectively write blogs, which will be on the 24th of September, again, UK time at 6 p.m. Um, so the first session is all about what is a blog, what platform is best, how do you get uh, recognition for your blogs, and the second one is more about how do we access images to promote your blog, how do you write for your audience, how do you make sure that you can promote your blog and get it read by people. Um, so if you are interested, if you check back to dream big at home forward slash live not today because i've only just confirmed the dates today uh you will find the joining instructions and you'd be more than welcome to join us for either okay. of those sessions thank you my pleasure um are there any other questions at this point 
That's been really useful. Um, all that, I didn't know even know all that was on there. Amazing. Get, d- definitely check out the activities. I am really proud of the work that our volunteers have done uh, to generate the activities. Um, every week, we also do new uh, weekly challenges. So if you're looking for something to do, um, the weekly challenges are supposed to be, uh, one of them will be topical, uh, and the others are things that we think are interesting that you should be able to do uh, with a small group of people or within your household. Um, so do look at them, and then you can also, on this page, go back and check to see historic weekly challenges and do them any other time. But the activities web page, uh, we are adding to it all the time um, and the fact that you can just search and there are activities to do indoors in your garden in the park uh, as I said as an individual as a household or as a, a small group um, so please do take a look and uh, benefit from that it's a really great resource thanks My pleasure any other questions I'm going to I'm going to assume that's it for now. If you uh, want to get in touch, uh, by all means, email me at Woodcroft. So my his email is debs at woodcroft.org.uk. We're more than happy to welcome to share suggestions, questions, ideas. If there's anybody who would like to contribute live program uh, to Dream Big at Home, by all means, get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Uh, please uh, promote the activities on the site as widely as possible. It's there for anybody to enjoy. From our point of view, we're a charity that supports cooperative uh, education. Uh, and therefore, if we can share our activities with more children, young people and families, then we are really happy. So share it as widely as you like. So thank you very much for your time today and coming to find out about Dream Big at Home. Um, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Thursday evening. Um, and if you're quick, you could go over to Facebook and join our storytelling. And we've got Connor, one of our young volunteers, doing a story session for the next sort of 20 minutes on our Facebook page. So thank you, everybody. And um, I look forward uh, to finding out more uh, from, other, from other people as part of this Freedom to Learn sessions. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Freedom to Learn podcast. For more information about our work, check out our website at freedomtolearn.uk and find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.